we, we, we want to make sure you know how to quote the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he making me to lie down in green pastures he restored my soul he leaded me in the paths of righteousness yea though I walk through the I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff some people over there quiet that's all right yeah yeah I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are but many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the god of that scripture welcome to the life experience a broadcast brought to you by life worship center where we're led by a dynamic duo bishop denzel and robin Wood. we are a church that lives in love operates in integrity walks by faith and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned, there is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. The first thing that I need you to accept, to take as fact, to take as truth, you have been designed to prosper. You have been designed to prosper. You, you cannot, you cannot read Romans 4 and hear these things about Abraham and we grew up talking about Father Abraham and many sons, I am one of them and so are you, so yes, let's just praise the Lord. And so there was never a question with us being um, part, partakers of the blessing of Abraham. There, there's, there should be no question because all of our lives, we have been saying this. But I want us to move from empty words to making decrees and declarations. Revelation chapter 1 verse 6 says that we have been anointed to be kings and priests. Kings make decrees and declarations. <clears throat> watch this man. This blessing of Abraham. Watch what the Bible says. Genesis chapter 12. I kid you not, this thing just hit me just now. As I'm sitting here and the Lord says to release this. In this room right here. Now the Lord had said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house into a land that I will show you. Watch this. Here's what he says And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be. A blessing. I will bless them that bless you and curse him that curse you. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. This is the promise spoken over Abraham. Let me say it again. I will make of thee a great nation and I will bless thee and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curseth thee, and in thee shall all families of the earth 
be blessed. Here is what I, I, this sounds like the same old, same old, and it is, and I make no apologies for it. You have to be convinced, my beloved, that you have been designed to prosper. You have been designed to prosper. We have to undo years of teaching that has us, has us comfortable with being at the bottom. Years of conditioning that has us accepting living at the bottom of the world, trying to climb up as though your financial challenges brings honor to God. You have been designed, beloved, to prosper. You have been created to prosper. If, if 1 John 3 and 8 is correct, and the Bible says that Jesus, he undid, for this purpose was the Son of God manifested, that he would destroy. The word destroy means to loosen. That's what it means in that text. 1 John 3 and 8, the word destroy means loosen. It's like, like, like untying your shoes. He says, uh, for this purpose, for this purpose was the son of God manifested that he would destroy the works of the devil. And this scripture is speaking about what the devil did back in the garden of Eden. In the garden of Eden, there was increase, there was abundance, there was overflow, there was gold, there was precious stones, there was no lack, there was no toil, glory to God. Watch this, there was work, but there was no sweat. Oh my God, there was work without sweat. There was work without toil. So it wasn't like um, Adam was unemployed. No, he was working, but he wasn't toiling. This is what has been designed for every believer. I'm going to say this because I'm, I'm born, bred Pentecostal. And being born, bred Pentecostal, I've been conditioned to the struggle. I've been conditioned to the struggle. Trying to climb and crawl and scrape to get yourself up. As though that is a posture that pleases God. When, when, when the scriptures laid out for us the level of living we should be having. And truth be told, Pentecostals supposed to be walking, talking, breathing the blessing. Because when you read the book of Joel and the book of Acts, um, when, you, when, when, when Peter talks in the book of Acts chapter 2 about this is that that was spoken of by the prophet Joel. When you go to what the prophet Joel says, what Joel talked about was increase and abundance that came along with the power. Many of us taking the power but leaving the increase. I wonder if I could pull that up for you fast so you can see this. So we have, we have accepted the Pentecostal experience. We love it. We dance, we shout, we speak in tongues. And all the things that go with Pentecostalism. Let me see if I can find this, man. Uh... All right, here's it. Here's it. Watch this. Joel 2 and 28. Watch this, man. Here's what it says. And it shall come to pass. This is the text that Peter quoted in Acts 2. 
Look at what Joel says. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your old men shall dream dreams, your young men shall see visions. And it shall come to pass afterward. And it shall come to pass afterward. If this is happening afterward, we need to find out what happened beforeward. What happened before the afterward? Here's what happened before the afterward. Watch this. Be glad, verse 23. Be glad then, ye children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he hath given you the former rain moderately, and he will cause to come down for you the rain, the former rain, and the latter rain in the first month. Lord Jesus. And the floor shall be full of wheat, and the vats shall overflow with wine and oil. And I will restore to you the years that the locusts have eaten, the cankerworm and the caterpillar and the palmer worm, my great army which I sent among you. And ye shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. I pause there because, come on, y'all talk to me. Y'all know us in good church of God. Whenever we have little food and free food, we's be, we's be, um, um, measuring the food and, and giving you a little piece here, a little piece here, because the food needs to stretch. All that is conditioning. Let me say it again. That we've been so conditioned, we've been conditioned um, and so lack-minded that um, when we have events and we're giving free food, we, we, we make sure break off that food. We cut, we cut drumstick in half. So you get, you get half a drumstick because we got to stretch the food for a church event, for a kingdom event. I'll never forget, man, Pastor Hayes, I was up in Chattanooga to um, uh, Pastor Kevin Adams' church, and they had a church picnic. They had a church picnic, and I am, um, I saw Church of God, my, my upbringing, I ain't trying to knock, but I just telling y'all, man, y'all don't leave me there, I'm Sister Van Real. I'm so Church of God, so I go on the food line, and, um, and uh, they got little ribs and little chicken and stuff like that, so I go there, and I said, um, um, I'll, I'll just take um, a piece of chicken because I so used to church events, my conditioning for church events. Um, now I'm talking about the text says you'll eat in plenty. You see it there, verse 26, you'll eat in plenty. So I go this church picnic that I go on and um, I say, I'll just, I'll just take a, chick, a piece of chicken. And then the lady says, um, you, you don't want the ribs too and you don't want the fish and you don't want this? I said, I wouldn't mind, but I don't want, she says, no, 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 we, we, this is what this is for. She told me to get another plate. So get a plate just for your meat. And then put your sides on this plate. And that thing did something to me, not because not I gravelicious and like to eat, but it blew me away because I was not conditioned to see plenty attached to church. I wonder if you'll get what I'm saying. I was not used to seeing plenty attached to church. They had um, um, the Coke trucks things, the little, the little walk-up things with the Coke stuff, and they were unmanned. You hear me? They were unmanned. So all the soda stuff, they was just filled up with sodas and they was open. You just go and get it. They had the back, the back of a truck was, the, was where it was grilling, and it was open. You just go and get it. 
And actually on this field, you got to understand now, this out of the out of the lake there in Chattanooga, Tennessee, out in this lake, there were about 2,000, 3,000 people. And these food trucks were just open all over and you eat to your heart's content. And that did something to me, not to say we greedy, but to say, this is how the kingdom is supposed to look. That in the kingdom, we eat in plenty. But we have been brought up where we got to stretch, where we got to, we got to um, save, we got to pinch because, um, boy, if this go, what you gonna have next? If you read all this now, ain't nothing else coming. And that's how we've been conditioned. And I want to tear down that mentality. You know, we didn't, when we got quality shoes, um, Sister Altamese, yes, we took care of them. But there was a mentality where you got to take care of them because you got to pass them on. Because we have no money to give it to the next set of children. So you better, you better don't, 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 if you don't own the child, don't match up these shoes because we got to keep these because we got to pass these on. Now, I'm not, there ain't nothing wrong with being frugal, ain't nothing wrong with, um, 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 you understand what I'm trying to say. I, ain't nothing wrong with, with, with saving stuff and taking care of your stuff. But this mentality where we ain't sure again, nothing can be here tomorrow, so you better make the stretch. That is not of God. Oh, I try and I try to tear down a, 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 a poverty mindset. It is not of God where I got to make sure this lasts because I ain't sure I have no money to buy it down the road. That's how we function. I ain't gonna have no money down the road, so I got to stretch. I want, I want 70 of y'all to type this. I tired stretching. Glory to God. I tired stretching. Lord God, I, I need some people. I tired, I tired stretching. We have, we have grown up and all we do is stretch. Making this last, making that last. Lord God, them closing out of style, but we're still passing them on. Them clothes, them clothes being on the style five years ago, but you're still passing them on because we conditioned to stretch. Oh, I, we got to kill. We, <laughs> I talked about this Sunday. We stretch Kool-Aid. Lord God, we stretch everything. We, we stretching, we stretching soup, stretching sauce, stretching. All we're doing is stretching, stretching. Lord God, the thing's so thin, it don't taste like nothing, but we got to stretch it because we ain't get no more. As though that pleases God. I declare war against that mentality. We, yes, Altamese, we stretch in teeth. Glory to God. I could, I could tell you some stories about stretching. I don't want, I don't want you to give them publicly. I come with stretching. Lord God. Jesus, Lord. This whole poverty, and I'm telling you, I grew up with this mentality. I grew up with this mindset. Stretching and stretching and stretching and stretching as though this is the way you're supposed to live, as though our God has a limited supply. When the Bible says, man, listen, I'm about to bless you and cause you to be a blessing in the earth. And we have conditioned ourselves to this, this mentality of lack, 
this mentality of not enough. And we want to break, that's it there, Patrice. We want to break this scarcity mindset, this mentality of not enough, this mentality of this ain't the last. Glory to God. This mentality of, boy, I can't even celebrate this little bonus because it's soon be gone. That's how we grew up. We grew up with this mindset. That bonus, boy, don't, don't, don't dance over that. That's soon, that's soon be gone. And then ain't nothing coming back. That's why we can't give. That's why we can't sow. Because we ain't sure how long this can last. Glory to God. But I'm, I, I'm declaring over you now there's more where I came from. Jesus, Lord of mercy. There is more where that came from. There is more where that came from. That's how we got to live. We got to have that mentality, that mindset. There is more. I ain't afraid to give because there's more. I ain't afraid to sow because there's more. I'm not afraid to be a blessing because there is more. Glory to God. So we have to destroy that mentality, that mindset of lack. We got to, we have to be so intentional to tear down that paradigm because that has governed the life of too many of us. We are not living in abundance. There is more. And I'm, I'm getting ready to go, y'all. I'm getting ready to sign off. Glory to God. Um, I, I was I was really going to do it till 630. Um, I'm getting ready to sign off. But I want to sign off before I do. I need you to get this in your spirit. I need you to get this. Poverty don't look good on you. Lack don't look good on you. Sickness don't look good on you. Let's stop accepting these things. And yes, for many of us, it's late, but it ain't too late. We could change that mentality now. Glory to God. What's wrong with you having quality shoes? My God, what's wrong with you looking good, looking like you belong to the kingdom? What's wrong with you representing a God that is a God of all abundance? Hallelujah. Shindullah Bahaya. It it is time for you to prosper. That's the word the Lord told me to release upon you, that it is time for you to prosper. That prosperity is upon you. Prepare yourself to live in excess, to live in abundance. Prepare yourself, the Bible says you shall be a blessing. Many of us live our lives needing a blessing. Let me finish read this text. And you shall eat in plenty and be. Look at that man. Look at that man, Candace. And you shall eat and plant in plenty and be satisfied. And be satisfied. This hit me so hard. And be you can be satisfied. I'm back in Joel 2 and 26. He says, you can eat in plenty and it is possible for you to be satisfied. Many of us have had to force ourselves and tell ourselves that we're satisfied when we weren't. 
satisfaction is a real place. Oh my goodness. Satisfaction is a real place. You can't. The book says, Holy Ghost people, Pentecostal people, supposed to be satisfied. And this text don't mean, hold on, don't get this wrong now. This text don't mean, whatever still they find myself in, I can be satisfied. That's not what this text says. The text says, you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. In other words, you are full. Let me, because I don't want you misrepresenting this text. But for me, I'm easy to satisfy. No matter what I get, I satisfy. That ain't what this text said. That is not what this text is saying. This text is saying that you will be at a place where you, watch this, satisfied means to fill to satisfaction. Woo! To have enough to be full. Glory to God. To have desired satisfaction. It, watch this. To have your desires satisfied. Oh my God. To have your desires satisfied. That's what this word means. I'm, I'm, this is the dictionary. Look at this word. The word is Saba, S-A-B-A in the, in the Hebrew. This word here, satisfied. It means to have your desires satisfied. Those things that you've been waiting on, those things that you've been praying over, this means to have them satisfied. And that is where God has ordained for you to be, that your desires are about to be satisfied. And this, this is breaking the mold for tradi traditional Pentecostal thinking, but it's the word of the Lord, and I'm going to preach it until, until you get tired of going without being satisfied. I'm going to preach this. I'm going to be declaring this, that we're supposed to be satisfied. Our desire is supposed to be satisfied. Glory to God. If you want a three-bedroom house, why can't you have one? If you want a five-bedroom house, why can't you have one? Why can't you have your desire satisfied? Why not? Glory to God. If you want a pool, get one. Get one. My God. Your desire is satisfied. Just make sure the pool don't have you. That's the only thing. Make sure the house don't have you. Make sure the house and the pool and the car, all these things, if you want a Tesla like Denny, just go, go ahead. But just make sure it don't have you. Make sure it still belongs to God. Glory to God. And at any given time, he can make a demand because we're only stewards. But understand this, that heaven has no problem with your satisfaction. Glory to God. I need you to type this prophetically and declare. I'm about to see my desires satisfied. I'm about to see my desires satisfied. Satis, I'm about to see. Type that prophetically. I'm about to see my desires satisfied. Glory to God. That's where I'm about to live. That is where I'm about to live.
And there's an old demon saying, Pastor, don't set them up. Don't say that because they what gonna happen if they don't get it. What if this? What if this? That, that's, the, that's the devil. I'm giving you this. Everything I'm saying is from the word. Everything I'm saying to you is from the word. I ain't making this up. This is in the word of God. Your desires are about to be satisfied. That's what the book says. And I ain't backing down. I ain't apologizing. And those who don't want to receive it, don't receive it. Continue to stretch then. You, those who want to continue stretching, stretching, like Altamir say, stretching tea, stretching Milo, stretching coffee. If you want to live the rest of your life stretching, go ahead and stretch. But I believe there are a couple of us in here who are about to see our desires satisfied. And that's what the book says. Joel 2 and 26, you will eat in plenty and you will be you will be satisfied. Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Rule of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash thelifeexperience or Instagram Hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office, 601-5125. We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.